If you have your Bible, let's look to the book of Psalms, Psalms 25, the book of Psalms, the 25th Psalm, and we'll read, well, let's, let's read four or five verses. Um, Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Oh, my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Who should be ashamed? Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Verse 4. Show me. Somebody say show me. You know where we live. Show me. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me. Somebody say teach me. Teach me thy paths. Lead me. Somebody say lead me. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Doesn't matter how long, I'm going to keep waiting. Doesn't matter if the sun goes down, I'm going to keep waiting. I may still be waiting at midnight, but when midnight gets there, I'm still going to be singing my song of praise because somebody is hearing what I'm singing. I want somebody to know that God is for you, He is with you, He is on your side, and He is going to see you victorious. Anybody want to be victorious? Let not mine enemies triumph over me. If you want God's victory, thank Him in advance for it right now. Would you help me give God praise? Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, God, for your... So you empower and equip us. Thank you for your power that equips us to be more than conquerors. More than conquerors through you. More than a conqueror through Christ. You may be seated. When I say more than a conqueror, it takes me back. I guess it's just like reflecting back in the good old days. But uh, they used to say that when you were 36 and down, that you were a conqueror. Like when you got to be 12, from 12 to 36, that used to be the bracket. Now, we have this, you know, cool thing called hyphen, and you'll be hearing more about that. It's 18 to 30s, and, uh, you know, that, that, that's, that's neat. And then, uh, but back in the day, I mean, it was, it, was, it was kids, it was children, and then it was conquerors, the Pentecostal conquerors. They were the people that were 12 to 36, and they, they called them young people. Oh, they know what they're talking about there because if you are 12 to 36, my friend, you are a young people. But I remember when I was a young people, I thought that more than conquerors were old people. Now I know that ain't so. Because I am more than a conqueror and I am not old. Got a few head shakes, some left, some right, some up, some down. I, I guess it's a condition of the mind, Brother Bob. It's an opinion that people share. It's just a number is what I hear Brother Bob telling me. Oh, it's just a number. And sometimes as I see the number go up, it's reminding me that it's not just a number whenever I feel different than way I What I'm saying is I remember that more than a conqueror was somebody that was... 
37 or above. So I wonder how many of you are more than conquerors tonight, loud and proud. And oh, I love this, this crowd of more than conquerors. That's, look at your neighbor and say you're more than a conqueror, unless, of course, they're under the age of 37. Sister Lula Bell, we're more than conquerors. You know how we know that we are victorious? We know that we are victorious not because of who we are, but because of who he is. I want to remind you again tonight, whether you fit the description of more than a conqueror or perhaps the minority of you that are here that are a conqueror. Uh, we, we want everybody to know that we are a conqueror or more than a conqueror, not because of who we are or some age description that identifies us, but we are conquerors and more than conquerors because of who he is. Let me not be ashamed. I I talked about this. We spent a lot of time talking about this the last time we had Bible study. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'll do my best not to do so tonight, but I think I went to 817 last Wednesday night. So I'm going to do my best to not go that far into overtime tonight. But I'm excited about the fact, Sister Tina, that I am more than a conqueror through Christ. That it's because God is on my side, because God is for me. He is going to allow me not to have... My enemies triumph over me. Did you know that the desire of the devil is to steal, kill, and ultimately destroy? He's not not satisfied with theft. He's not satisfied with death. He wants utter destruction. That's his end game. That's the way he sees V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. That's what he sees as victory. Stealing, killing, destroying. But here's what I want you to understand. That tonight we are not subject to Satan and his desires. We have the empowerment of Jesus Christ to be more than a conqueror. To be a conqueror through Jesus Christ. He is on our side. And I will not be ashamed. I will not be ashamed because he will not let mine enemy triumph over me. Look at your neighbor and say, get God on your side. The key to victory. The key to victory. Now I'm sorry to, to give this illustration. It's a poor illustration, but it hit home to me. There's this illustration of a like NBA star, this the star Hall of Fame NBA player, and they're, pay, they're playing a pick-me-up game of basketball. And it's time for the two little kids to pick who they want on their team. And Brother Grana, no offense, but if tonight we were having a pick-me-up game of basketball, I mean, you're, you're a good basketball player, but if an NBA MVP all-star was standing next to you. I'm, I mean, I like you, Brother Grana, but I'm going to go with I'm going to go with what I know, and that's pick the NBA. All and so the little kid picks, you know, Charles Barkley. He's like, yes, he's celebrating the fact that he got picked over these kids. That you know, there's no chance, you know, that they could not get slammed by Charles Barkley. You know, I don't think God is in heaven tonight and whenever I told you, tell your neighbor, get God on your side. I don't think God's going, yeah, yeah, they finally picked me. But I do know, I do know this, that it's the right choice. It's the right 
pick, so to speak. If you want to know how to be victorious, you say, Pastor, I'm struggling. I'm really going through some things that I don't know how to make it through. I'm dealing with some difficulty. I've got a situation that I'm facing tomorrow. Sister Holligan, you know why we gave you that prayer call? We want you to know you're going with God on your side. And the way that you're going to see victory, the way that you're overcoming whatever the hell that's happening in your life, is that you got God on your side. Somebody say, I've got God. I got God. I heard somebody say, I think tonight, I got Jesus, and that's enough. I want everybody else on my team. I want all of you on my team. But I'm going to start with Jesus, because if I got Jesus, that's enough. That's enough. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Verse 3, we see, Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed who transgress without cause. I'm going to put my confidence in God, and I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to let Him, I'm going to let him have control. Sister Butler, I'm going to give Him Complete control. And I'm going to do my best not to take it back. I remember as a young man, I was driving a, a, I think it was a three-wheeler back in the day. They had three-wheelers. And uh, I had a a little boy on the back. It was his dad's three-wheeler. And I was giving this, I I think back in the day, Brother Littles, I took you on some four-wheeler ride or three-wheeler ride back way back in the day. Brother Brother Littles, Brother, Brother Littles is a young man. So, I mean, for me to say, you know, that he was just a little boy when I was taking him on four. He, this, is, this wasn't you that did this, but I did, I did have this, this young man on the back of the, the four-wheeler or the three-wheeler, and I was, I was driving it, and everything was fine. But then, Brother Bob, we came to this place where then I decided, I don't know if it was wise or not, probably it wasn't, there was a telephone pole, and then there was this wire that came down like this. And I decided that I could make it through there. I felt like I could. It looked good. I felt like I could. So I'm on my way through this pole and this wire. And something happened. He had trusted me to this point, Sister McMillan. But then all of a sudden, he, he reached around me. And that was not an easy task. He reached around me and grabbed hold of the steering wheel and tried to make sure that he turned it and make sure it went through. That did not end well. When we got done, I said, what, are, what, what were you doing, man? What in the world were you doing? You, you trusted me to this point, but then when it looked like it could go wrong, you said, I got to take, did I let you down? I mean, I took you through this trail and through that. We made it all right. But then we got to a place where he wasn't sure that it was going to be successful as I let him through. I want to tell somebody something. This is not the time. This is especially not the time for you to reach around our Savior and say, I want back in control of what's going on in my life. You need to let God take you through the trouble and the trial. He'll take you through it. I'm going to keep waiting on God. There have been times that I've been waiting and 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 it just doesn't seem like, just doesn't seem like that he's going to be there. But he's an on-time God. I think I referenced it even Sunday in the sermon that I was preaching on Sunday about how the fact that Mary and Martha thought he was late. Because Lazarus was dead, four days in the grave. They wrapped him in grave clothes, put a stone in front of him. 
but he wasn't late. Lazarus was still waiting, still waiting, still waiting. It was worth the wait because when Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth, Lazarus was listening. So that has to make me believe that he was still waiting, though he was dead. He heard the voice of Jesus. I want somebody to understand what I'm talking to you about tonight. I want you to see that no matter what it looks like, you could say, Pastor, you, you're, I mean, I appreciate that fiery preaching, how you're excited about how good God is, but you just don't understand where I'm at. I, I want you to tell me that it's worse than that. I mean, it's bad when a guy is in the grave, wrapped in grave clothes, four days. By now, he stinks. How many of you know that even when it stinks, our Savior can still speak and solve your situation? I think I got a good point right there. If you want to hear what I'm saying, I'm I'm trying to tell you that it doesn't matter how bad it stinks. And there are some things that happen in our life. I've said it. That stinks, man. That really stinks. And even worse. But God, he can speak. And even if it stinks, he can solve it. Wait on the Lord. He won't let you be ashamed. You know who ought to be ashamed? We talked about it. People ought to be ashamed. The ones that committing abomination. Were they ashamed? Nay, they were not at all ashamed. Neither could they blush. They, they continue to flaunt and do what they do and expect us not only to sit silent, but to endorse as well. I want everybody to understand that it is not, it is not our responsibility to, to endorse abominable behavior. No matter who does it. They should be ashamed. We should not be ashamed to say, I'm waiting on the Lord. And it's 7.57 and I got three minutes to go over three points. It's not happening. But I will tell you this, that I am going to do my best not to keep you to 8.17. So you do have hope that it's under 20 minutes that's left. And much more than that. I'll do my best to be quick. And we'll start. We'll start by, we'll get into verse 4. Because what better place to talk about verse 4 than here in Missouri. Somebody say, show me. Show me thy ways. So we're going to talk about show, lead, teach. That's, that's what we'll get into. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not speaking next Wednesday night. Sister Butler, they, as far as I know, they haven't asked me to speak the great youth service that they're having. I guess because I'm more than a conqueror. But anyway, I'm, I'm going to talk tonight about these three things. Show, lead, teach. When God is our teacher, what I love about our teacher, and I'll just, I, I promise you, I'm not, I'm not going to go 15 more minutes. I, 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 so don't get nervous. I, I, I think about show me. My favorite teachers, my favorite teachers were teachers, Brother Larry, that showed me first. I've had teachers that have taught me And I didn't learn as well by the teaching as I did by the showing. How many of you remember the story that I've told so often about how that I decided to replace the doorknobs and big bold print all over every single one of them that I bought. I was going to replace every one in the house, this machine. And uh, big bold print, easy to install. I want to call up whoever said that and say, you are a person that speaks mistruth. Because it was not easy to install by simply reading the instructions. But when I got it, 
Just think how it would have been. Just think how wonderful it would have been if I would have been able to just say, Hey, Brother Clyde, Brother Clyde, would you show me how to put that door handle in? And then after he showed me the first one, I just said, Hey, Brother Clyde, could you show me again? And could you show me again and again and again? And then when he got done with number seven, I said, that's great. Maybe I can do eight. You know what I'm saying? Show me. There's something about it, Brother Bob. You know, this this is so practical, but I've had those videos that tell me. I can watch videos, Brother Bob. Uh, on on how to hit a golf ball. Have you? Have, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but I mean, those how to. You know, there's there's how to books. I I used to, crazy enough, I used to subscribe to this magazine called Golf Digest or something like that. And in that, it has actual pictures of how. Yeah. Well, just just reading it, it didn't it didn't translate. What what I'm saying is, I I've then had somebody. They, they, I'm there and I'm watching, you know, the grip and how they're positioned and, and, and then it doesn't work real well, but at least it's better, you know. So I, I'm, I'm trying to say that this is what I want us to understand as we navigate into the, to the remainder of the study that we won't get into tonight. But I'm going to talk to you about how the fact that God, the way that He is, is He shows us, then He leads us. He shows us then he leads us, and that teaches us. Okay? So this is what I'm going to when we get back into the study. So not next Wednesday, but the next Wednesday after that, when we get back into the study, we're going to talk about how that we want God to show us, to lead us, and to teach us. And then I want us to make application by saying, that's the way I want to be. Because do you know... The majority of you are more than conquerors. There are conquerors that are looking to you to show them. How blessed are we to have the pillars that we have? I I thank God for the pillars that we have. I thank God for our elders. We're blessed to have wonderful elders in this congregation, and I thank God for them. And you know why? Because they are wonderful people who have shown us. They don't just say it, they show it. And to me, if you don't show it, then don't say it, okay? That's what I'm trying, I'm, that wasn't toward anybody, that was just a broad statement. But that is what I believe for us to do, is to take uh, inventory of the scripture and then make application. And then that becomes us. And then we're a help to first youth, first kids. Let's pray. Father, I thank you tonight for this great group of people that have gathered. And I thank you for your spirit. Wow, what a powerful presence that moved into this house. And we rejoice. I, I have thoughts of heaven and fond memories of people that have gone on before. And I I thank you for every elder that's a part of this congregation. And I pray that as we uh, dive deeper into this study, that you will help us to make example of them, how that they have done what you do and what you desire for us to do. And that is show us the way and then lead us in the path and then teach us your ways. I pray that you would do that in Jesus' name. And the church said amen. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for being a part. It was only 803. See, I did good, sister. God bless you. You're dismissed.